working in television, do you kind of compose in the moment? or Because I guess you don't really have a, an idea of when the show is going to end or when the final episode is going to be, but do you keep like the whole story arc in mind while you're composing an episode? Or are you just focusing on this episode right here, right now, and what's going on right here, right now? Um, it, it depends on the show. With Battlestar, I tended to focus on the episode at hand, although I would always draw from character themes that I had previously established. Uh-huh. But most of the time, I didn't look ahead. That changed drastically at the end of season three, and especially in season four, uh, when the music kind of became a new character in the show in and of itself. Uh-huh. Uh, but with you know, Human Target, Human Target is, um, was the exact opposite. With Human Target, I was always thinking ahead because Steinberg was telling me, hey, this, you know, there's this line of dialogue here where they talk about this character, but in five episodes, we're going to meet that character. So can we write a theme now uh-huh. and hear it as we move along? So, in fact, the Human Target is actually one of the more thematically sophisticated projects I've, I've ever been involved in because you actually are hearing character themes five or six, seven episodes in advance of meeting these characters, and I think that's a really powerful approach, but I wouldn't have known to do that if Steinberg didn't warn me in advance that that's where the show was going. All right, that's that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I guess to have that, and the the audience probably won't even make the connection until they actually you know meet the character. So, well, that's with our hope that, that the audience wouldn't necessarily notice it unless they're reading my blog in which I'm giving away all these secrets every week. Uh-huh. But that the idea is that when they finally meet these characters, and I hear and I play their themes strongly and, and uh, unchanged, that, that, that even if they're not aware of the music, there'll be a sense of familiarity, a sense of like, oh yeah, I know this guy, I, I, know, I know this girl, I don't know why, but like, she's familiar, right. yeah. and, and it would be because you've heard her theme six or seven times already. Uh-huh. Um, so you're also doing The Walking Dead, which airs on Halloween, and um, you've, done, mm-hmm. you've done horror films before, you know, Rest Stop and Wrong Turn. Too, but how, I mean, I feel like scoring a horror series is kind of a whole different animal. Like, how do you do it? How do you do the music without becoming, you know, horror overkill on the audience? I mean, do you, did you approach it differently than a horror film, or is it kind of a similar approach? Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it's different than a horror film. And and I can say actually that in this case, you know, how do you do it in general? I don't know because a horror series is a tough thing yeah. to sell because horror in and of itself is the the unfamiliarity of it, the, the fact that it's like, you don't know what, you know, the character is walking down a hallway and, oh, no, she's going to be attacked by a monster. And you, know, yeah. you do that six, seven, 13 times in a row, season after season. Exactly. Now, with the case of Walking Dead, it's very easy because The Walking Dead is not like that. The Walking Dead that uh, Frank Garibond has created, mm-hmm. based on the comic book, it's already really a very different kind of comic book. Is, is more of a, a character study. It's more of a character drama that just happens to be set in the zombie apocalypse. Uh-huh. So in that regard, it, it was very easy to avoid that kind of cliched contemporary scoring you're going to find when the show premieres, that there's very little music like that at all. And in uh-huh. fact, what music there is, is really more about the characters and, and the character arts. We tried our best to avoid the kind of atmospheric and stinger-based horror scoring that seems to just dominated the uh, the whole genre. Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Because <laughs> me and my roommates are getting ready to, you know, have a nice premiere night, so that's that should be a nice surprise then. <laughs> I think you're gonna be I think you guys are gonna be really pleasantly surprised by the by the pilot, especially if any of you guys have read the comic. It really does capture that desolate desolate tone. Well, that's good. Um 
So I guess to you know wrap up a little bit as we're you know, I can let you go. I always like to ask this question to uh, composers, and it usually gets a, a good response. But uh, so with no disrespect to the original composer, if you could pick any movie in the history of cinema to compose to rescore, well, what what would you choose? This is a really tough one. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, if, if if the movie's really good and has a bad score, I, I'm not really capable of even enjoying it, you know? So it's right. like, it's hard for me to say there's a movie I like that I rescore. Uh, and also, you know, if a movie's really good, chances are it has a score that's pretty close to flawless. Um, the best example I can think of, and this is kind of a weird one, and it would actually require a few editorial tweaks on the film as well, uh, is uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Okay. Which, to me, is it's, you know, it came out, I think it came out even the same year that The Wild Bunch came out. And it, it, it just, it was, it was just kind of like, it was a weird approach to the Western, which the Western was, you know, when they were filming it, they'd have no idea The Wild Bunch is about to come out and right. forever destroy the kind of lighthearted Western world in, of cinema. And, and in many ways, that movie is so close to being a really just kick-ass Western that, you know, it's, it's the, I mean, Burt Bacharach did a great song and a, and, a, and a great score for what they were going for, but with a few editorial tweaks and, and a new score, you could make that movie just a really great, kind of serious adventure Western. And uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's the closest example I can think of. Great choice. You know, Western's my favorite genre, so... <laughs> Yeah, me too. I would love to do a Western one of these days. Well, well, Bear, thanks for doing this. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time, and it's great to get a chance to talk to you and chat it up. You bet. All right. Well, I'll let you go. So uh, take care, and hopefully we can do this again sometime in the future. You bet. I hope so. Take care. All right. Thanks. Bye.